It is the Frank and Friends show. Hi, I'm Frank Murphy. Hi, I'm Becca James, the girl with two first names. Wait a minute, who? What? <laughs> what are you doing here? Are we doing a who's on first bit? <laughs> no, hello. <laughs> Hi, Frank. Becca is here. She's filling in for uh, Catherine Frady this week for good reason, uh, for a number of things that we'll talk about. First of all, hello, my dear friend. Hi, it's good to see you. It's good to see you, too. It's been a while. Yes. <laughs> Too long. Are we allowed to talk about how it is we know each other, that we used to work at the same place and now we don't? I think that's okay. All right. Was it journal or scripts when we met? It was journal. We were for journal broadcasting. Um, Mm -hmm. I actually came in for my interview and I was supposed to spend time with you to teach me things and I ended up spending all my time talking to Kim Hansard. That's Kim's fault. She's, she'll dominate in every way. <laughs> uh, you know, I can hold my own with the whole talking thing, too, so I won't throw all the blame on you. Well, Kim. you made up for it. When you actually got hired and came aboard, um, I was filling in on the, the shift that you would eventually have. Yep. And uh, so I did, I was, it was me who taught you all the little knobs and whistles and bells and tricks of the Those computers. are the technical terms. That's what they call it. <laughs> very engineering, very high tech. Um, and now neither of us work there, so how about that? Yeah. But that's okay. We're together again. Yeah. And the reason I asked you to fill in for Frady this week is, well, she's got opera auditions, first of oh. all. So we want to say toy, toy, toy to you, Catherine. She's headed to New York in a couple of days to, um, to go sing and wow. do things. Oh, that's exciting for her. Yeah. Well, that apparently, I didn't understand. I said, why do you have to go to New York? Are you going to be auditioning for New York opera? She says, no, no. All of the opera companies, including like... For example, Knoxville Opera or Wichita Opera or these other ones all over the country where she's saying mm-hmm. they all come to New York roughly around the same time of the year in December and they'll have the auditions. So she was going there. She, t- well, she told me what opera she's auditioning for. I can't recall it at the moment. It's not Knoxville and it's not Wichita. It's some other one. And, mm-hmm. um, but she'll go and she has an appointment in New York to audition for some opera company that is in the middle of the country. So basically, everybody from around the year yeah. meets up in New York to do all the auditions in right, like one week. Exactly, and the singers all show up, and the and the uh, artistic directors all show up, and it's very efficient. So you can go have so without flying all over the country, you could audition for opera companies all over the country. That's in that New is York efficient, at the same time. and it's also like a big fun convention because I'm sure everybody knows each other. That type of yeah. industry is very close. So yeah, yeah. So cool. that does sound good, and she's also you know not in addition to being a soprano. I'm talking more about Freddie than on this episode than we do when she's here. <laughs> That's okay. It's interesting. Yeah. Uh, she's also an executive artistic director, so she's involved in these other management type things too, these other panels and whatnot. So She's a multitasker. I like it. So, and as such, she's not going to be here on Saturday when I will be hosting, once again, the Carnes Christmas Parade. So I thought, I am not going to do it alone. <laughs> I am going to invite a good friend because it's called... Well, somebody needs to keep you in line. The name least. of the show. Oh, Frank and Friends. So I have friends, so plural. You do have friends. And, and I'm very excited to host the Carnes Christmas Parade with you. I think it's going to be a blast. Have you ever done a parade? it's going to be cold. Oh, it'll be cold. <sighs> have you ever done a parade? I have. Oh, tell me. Yeah, so back in Houston, um, I would help co-host the MLK Parade. Um, so I've done that. And then I've been in yeah. one yeah. at Disney World. Oh, now, uh, did you have to do the Disney dance? No, it wasn't that technical. I was actually in it as a, one of the guests chosen from the park. And so uh, I was working there at the time in the college program. Yeah. And my roommate and I were visiting Animal Kingdom. And okay. they, they picked us, and so we got to ride in the lead car, and we had to that just sit fun. there and, and just wave. I'm not trying to one-up in any any way, but I had, at one point had very cute children. <laughs> They're still pretty 
cute. They're adorable. But I'm saying that when they were little itty bitties, and um, in fact, actually, it was before Frank Jr. was even born. It was 1989, and not that I can remember specifically that it was May of 1989, uh, because it was the grand opening of something, um, Disney MGM Studios. And we're down there, and uh, my wife and, and baby Megan, t- toddler Megan, and uh, this other DJ and his wife, Frida and Bart, they get picked to be in the parade. And then the stupid DJ husbands get to ride along, meaning, yeah. you know, and that was, it's fun. It is fun. I like being it's in really parades. It's really fun being in parades. In fact, I'm going to, um, I'm actually, the night before the Carnes Parade, I'm going to walk in the uh, downtown Knoxville parade representing East Tennessee PBS. Oh, that'll be fun, too. Yeah. Now, can you throw out candy at that one? I don't think so. Because we can at the Carnes Christmas Parade. Well, we're, yeah, from where we're going to be, uh, we would put an eye out if we threw candy. <laughs> <laughs> well, just don't aim for the faces. <laughs> well, we're, see, because we're, you know, we're going to be uh, um, on the YouTube, on the live stream YouTube, Carnes Network, last year created a YouTube channel. And the first thing they ever did was the Christmas Parade. So there's a guy named Chris Wade who um, used to work at B97 and do the, for many years, on the morning, he helped out on the morning show, he DJed on the weekends, and he did the songs of worship and praise. Well, now he works for Knox County Schools, and he runs this audiovisual program at Carnes. They named him Teacher of the Year. He's so good That's at awesome. it. That's awesome. He's, yeah, he's Congratulations. really... Congratulations. So he got, um, you know, public school money and bought up a bunch of brand new equipment. So the day I'm there last year with Krisha, who used to do the show with me, they hand us these Literally, they they smelled new. The headphones with the microphone well, that goes around. Better this. than smelling old. No, they, they were so new. No <laughs> one had ever worn them before. We're putting them on virgin for the first time, you know. And they just had that that new headphone smell. Yeah. And it was exciting. And we did the parade. So there's a pedestrian bridge that goes over Oak Ridge mm-hmm. Highway. I live out in that direction, so I'm familiar with it. Yeah, that's where we'll be. Okay. Sitting up on the bridge. So the parade actually will technically be going under us. Oh, cool. And the only way to really see it is we'll have a, a monitor. Okay. And that's, we, it makes sense to look at that because that's what the viewers at home will be seeing. Okay. And we'll have a list that they'll be updating on our phones via some kind of Google Doc. Very technical. Yeah. <laughs> Google Sheets, I think. <laughs> well, using. it's cool, though, because anybody can participate in this parade. Yeah, you just have to show up Saturday morning. I think it usually starts at the Ingalls and Carnes and get there in time because it starts at 9 o'clock. You had to get there before And nine. if you're going to show up, you know, at least wear a Santa hat. You oh, yeah. Throw some lights on your car or do something like that. Be festive. Yeah, and I mean, and the people who show up are generally like Mindy Thomas, who has the TriStar Twirl. She teaches oh. baton twirling. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah, so she usually shows up at that with her twirlers, and they march through. In fact, I was surprised because I didn't know that she was going to be in the parade last year, and she's coming by. I'm like, twirling school? Is that? That's not Mindy Thomas, is it? And I'm making these jokes on the YouTube, and of course she hears about it, and I get a text later. Were you talking about me? <laughs> so yes, Mindy. I'm well, it's our job to talk about everybody as they talking about break you. through. So. so that's going to be fun, and that'll be yeah. uh, Saturday morning, 9 o'clock, live on the Carnes Network YouTube channel. I'll put mm-hmm. the link in the description for this mm-hmm. show so you can ideally subscribe. They also need to get you know up into the numbers of subscribers, and then during the rest of the year, they'll do sporting events and other things Carnes-related. Yeah, it's a good resource. Yeah. So I'm glad you're doing this, and also you're here, because this way we can just get... Instead of yeah. doing all of this on the parade, <laughs> instead of having get all, it out of the way now, <laughs> getting all the re- get reacquainted chat on the parade, we'll do it here, you know, at the uh, beautiful podcast Ponderosa. Which <laughs> I mean, you've got a great little setup here. You have things I wouldn't have expected. Like, what's the bell for? That's there. You go. Um, I 
Well, I grew up in old school radio where all DJs had bells. Okay. And um, I, the Don and Mike show, I was on in Weva in Washington, D.C., and they had a bell. That's why Mark and Kim have a bell is because Do- yeah. Mark really he models grew, his whole career that, yeah. on Don Geronimo and wants to emulate him. But so did a lot of others. My friend Dean from the Kevin and Bean show also was greatly influenced mm-hmm. by the Don and Mike show. So Bean now has this hugely successful podcast called Cup of Tea and a Chat. And he's in England, <laughs> and his co-host just moved to Maine, so they, they're transatlantic, That's but they awesome. both have bells. And, and when do you ring the bell? Why do you ring the bell? Well, because somebody will say something that can be misinterpreted in a uh, double entendre fashion. Yes, yes, I have. Right. Heard myself talk sometimes, and... <laughs> yeah, so we, they'll... Yeah. Say, now, this is not real. this is more of a... You know, G PG rated show. They definitely are get into the R rated material. Yes, but yeah. they'll still say something. Like um, the other day, Allie was talking about cranberry sauce, and and she said that you know she prefers it in a can, but that's not exactly the way she phrased it. She uh, phrased it in such a fashion that it was a it was a bell ringer, a bell moment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I got you. <laughs> So anyway, uh, so the, we still have the Thanksgiving decorations up, obviously, yes. uh, because you know we just had Thanksgiving, um, yeah. and Jerry the Brave uh, will probably, by the time the next episode happens, swap all of this out uh, for Christmas. How was your Thanksgiving? Well, I think it was nice. <laughs> how was yours? Has your has your waistline recovered yet? Well, I, I my guilty uh, admission is that. Every week is like Thanksgiving around this household. <laughs> you know, that's not horrible. You know. There is a new uh, weight loss TikTok trend that you could try. Oh, my. It's squeezing fresh lemon juice into your coffee. Ooh, that sounds bad. Everybody on TikTok makes a face. And, of course, now dietitians have gone on to say that, no, it's absolutely... It doesn't work. There's no scientific backing to it. So the people who swear it works are... Just blowing smoke. So that's a new trend, because a year or two ago, it was put pats of butter in your coffee. Mm. It's a TikTok trend. Butter. So I would venture to say 1% actually have some truth to them. Yeah. I don't see how... I mean, they say when you're on a diet program to drink hot lemon water, because it helps with your digestion digestion and and things like that. So... um, yeah, so, so I mean, I can see drinking, and that's and coffee is hot water, and lemon is lemon, so it's just coffee hot. Coffee is more than just hot bean water. It is. It's, it's delicious. Life. It's good. It's life. It's very good. I'm, <laughs> thinking, yeah. I'm thinking of buying cheaper coffee. I, um, I've been buying Starbucks by the bag at Sam's Club, oh, and yeah. it's, it's expensive. Have I want to switch to like uh, cheaper, like 8 o'clock coffee or something <laughs> less. Have you actually just tried the Kroger brand Colombian? They come in the big tubs at Kroger? They're, no, I've been buying it. It's not expensive, and it's pretty good. I've been buying it at Sam's Club, you know, because they get the big giant bag yeah. of of uh, Starbucks. Verona, yeah, not Verona, yeah, whatever the dark, dark roast Italian. I know. Is you know, I love my coffee. Yeah, and so I normally um, order locally from Smoky Mountain Coffee. Um, guy Mike Aliff, um, who used to do the ads on Oak Ridge Nissan, he um, he actually roasts his own coffee, and it's Ooh. amazing. Yeah. Um, but you know, I am currently cutting back a little bit. <laughs> So uh, I'll hit you up, Mike, hopefully in a month or two. Yeah, podcasts, um, podcasts are not, you know, we're not all Allie and Bean. We're not all lucrative podcasters. No. You know, most of no, us not do, right it, now. do it for free. So, but but the, the Kroger Colombian will work in a pinch, and it's like six bucks for the massive tub. Oh, that's a good plan. So, oh. And depending on how much you drink a day, it'll last you a while. Mm. Well, how, do you, with kids, do you get up super early or? 6 a.m. is a good morning. 
wake up. Okay. Okay. Because lately they'll they'll they they're creeping to before six, especially daylight saving threw everything off. Yeah. We're getting back to they're not waking up till about six six fifteen now that we're in again, standard time, which yeah. is which is nice. Um, but it's also kids, so you never know if there's going to be a middle of the night wake up. So well, I, I found- have a sign in my house that says this house runs on love, laughter, and really strong coffee. And yeah, can I get an amen? I found that when my grandkids were here, they slept later than they do at home because the sun comes up almost an hour later here than it does where they live in the D.C. suburbs. Because hmm. we're so much further west. I can see that. In the time zone. Yeah. You know, so I, so I thought it was great. And they, and they did well with the extra sleep. They need the extra sleep when they're And uh, their parents, your kids, yeah. probably love that. <laughs> <laughs> well, they had dropped the kids off here, and I'm trying to telling them, oh, yeah, I'm texting my daughter. Wait, so yeah. you let them drop their kids off here, and they went away? Yeah. Can I do that? <laughs> <laughs> I have twins, who, twin boys who are up to three, and I love them family. dearly. They're the best thing I ever did, but... Um, yeah, I could use a day to sleep in and you, actually run errands. And well, do but they, you know, they um, we made a thing we call it Grandma and Grandpa Camp. Oh, where um, because they live five hundred miles away, um, we make it so that they can spend either a week here or in case or this summer. Artie was here for a few weeks, and he went with me on all these Smoky Mountain adventures. Oh. Catherine Frady and Artie and I all went, and we went to do snow tubing, indoor snow tubing, and. Just all of these things. You are the only person I know that has more energy than a child. That's what I'm... <laughs> yeah, I mean, everyone's like, my daughter's word. She says, Dad, he's a toddler. Or now, he, now he's eight, I mean, but he says, you know, do we, we, we've done this like every year since he was four, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and she would say, aren't you worried that he's going to wear you out? I'm like, what do you mean talking about? <laughs> I'll wear, Meanwhile, like you're carrying I, him around sleeping. Right, I'm, I wear yeah, you. I wear him out. You know, I'm like he's like Grandpa. Please, can I just <laughs> sit and play on the v, on the Wii or something, Grandpa? Grandpa, okay, do we have to go do everything? <laughs> yeah, well, just let me know. I'll just drop off my boys to you. You got well, you know your own family. You should have a, an opportunity for them to go and and stay. You know, drop them off for a week. Yeah. Where do your parents live? Texas. Texas. See, that's Texas. perfect. And, and but I have oh. very specific rules that I cannot drop them off until they are potty trained, which oh. we are in the middle of. Well, that sounds like a tease. So let <laughs> us um, let us do that. That's the same with, with ours. Uh, no, they, we couldn't take them until they were potty trained. So let's talk about that right after we talk about Steve's tree service. Um, and both Steve and Renee are, are perfectly well potty trained. I can vouch for them. <laughs> I would hope. Yeah. Although I actually, now that I just said that, I, I realize I know too much information about tree climbers that we're not going to discuss in this uh, section. I'll tell you off air. But <laughs> <laughs> now that's a tease. But Steve and Renee hire tree climbers instead of bringing in the big bucket truck. Like, for example, I had these nasty trees that were right leaning over the pool, and I needed to get rid of them. But the other tree companies were talking about how they were going to have to, you know, temporarily take down the fence and bring in the truck with the cherry picker or the bucket truck, whatever they call it, to get up there. Because these trees were too tall, and you can't just saw it off at the bottom. No, you would cause a lot of damage that way. Right. So Steve comes over and gives me a a more affordable estimate, a reasonable estimate, that was a little less than the others. And I thought, and and I said, what about all that nonsense? He says, oh, no, no, no. We'll have our climbers. uh, They're like lumberjacks. You know, they have the... the that was those, my college mascot. Lumberjacks? Yeah. Oh, Stephen F. Austin. Austin. Yeah. Um, so, you know what I mean? They, they'll have those those things that go around and the spikes on their shoes and they go, oh, dup, 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 and they get to the top yeah. of the tree. And they 
they throw ropes up there and they tie things and they knot things and they do things. And then they get their little baby chainsaw that's like on their belt. And they just do it like limb by limb. And, and they, slice, like, off, they right? slice off this limb and it's on a rope. And a pulley or whatever it is, leaped over, and then it, just, it dangles, and they lower it to the ground. Yeah, so they, they start at the top and work their way down right. versus just chopping at the bottom. And then they chop off these big, you know, six-foot chunks of main trunk, and those, somehow, they, they have that figured out. So those just come swaying down. And when they get down to, like, the last little bit of it, then they just knock it down, and they fall it, fell it, fall it. They make it sure. go. They make it go exactly where they want it to go. Yeah. So they know all this stuff. It's a science. They, yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. Oh, yeah, it's total, um, I don't know if it's trigonometry or geometry to know this tall will take up, go that far. Can't, can't say I'm much of a math person. <laughs> well, that's how it works. So they're great, and they serve all of Knox, Severe, Blunt, Loudon, Anderson, and uh, Jefferson counties. And I hope that uh, you'll look them up on Facebook. they got the five-star ratings on Google and all the other Yelp, all the mm-hmm. things. Uh, 865-257-6214 is Steve's tree service. And uh, tell him, I mean, I'm a satisfied customer. I paid them to cut down the trees. And then he said, well, I'll buy some ads on your show. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> so that's, uh, they're good guys and gals over there at Steve's. Okay. So... You're absolutely right, though, about uh, Grandma and Grandpa Camp. I would not take the children until they were potty trained. In mm-hmm. fact, um, I'm trying to remember. I think that was when the first year we could only take Artie because he was the oldest. And then once Timmy was potty trained, he was allowed to stay. How old were they? You know, that's a really good question. <laughs> um, I'm assuming that Artie... Well, I don't think we even got into him staying here until he was four, because he will also want him old enough to be able to function a little bit. Yes. Um, you know, t- so they're about two years apart. Uh, already, you know, four, two, and Charlie then, I guess, would have been newborn at that point. Yeah. Um, but I, I asked my wife about when did our kids potty train, and she said, well, she, we we're both trying to remember, because I yeah. had this, this memory of my own two children, the way I potty trained them, was I said, children, gather around. Yes, Father. We're going to have a discussion, and I'm going to apply. I'm going to, uh, you know, talk to you logically and apply it to your sense of reason. Logic and toddlers, because there's a winning combination. And they, and they said, "Yes, yes, Father." Yes, Papa. And I said, uh, "We're not using diapers any longer. You're going to use the. I mean, you know, the whiteboard. I'm going to draw a diagram." <laughs> you could just go into the bathroom and Is you know this? exhibit A. What? That's the bit. <laughs> you will now use this device. Instead of diapers, from this point forward, no more diapers. Yes, Father. And I think that's how it went, I'm pretty sure. Oh, is, is that how it went? Because let me tell you how it's going in <laughs> my world. First of all, two boys at the same time. Because you're twins. I know, and it's very special. Uh, and I guess to start off, I wouldn't say that it's the worst experience I've ever had. They might be a little bit above average, maybe, I don't know. In terms of potty training or just in terms of general? In terms of potty training, because it hasn't been the nightmare I expected it to be, because I had it blown up in my head like it's going to be the biggest thing. You start reading some of these books and they're like, well, the best time to potty train is when they're between two and two and a half, and my kids are about to be three. And I'm like, oh my God, we missed the moment. Actually, no, you did it right. And my uh, wife's told me in reality, she said she didn't push it. She waited until they were three. I wanted the signs that they were able to do certain things, like they can pull up and, you know, pull, push down their pants, pull them back up. Um, Side note, why do we say it's, um, you know, pulling down our pants when really we're pushing down our pants? Anywho. Um, (laughs) 
Right? You think about that as you're trying to explain every little detail to your child about step by step what they're supposed、yeah. to be doing, and you you realize some phrases don't make any sense. Do you want to borrow my whiteboard, my dry erase marker? <laughs> okay, I'll get off that soapbox. <laughs> anyway,、um, so the book that、um, we've we've gone with was like, oh crap, potty training is the title, something like that. Um, so I apologize to the author. I can't remember the name of the author, but she's really funny, and、uh, it talks about how you know day one, nothing, just let them run around the house naked. Okay, so, now my daughter so, at least put a a adult T-shirt on them. We because it's winter, we they had their long sleeve shirts, so they were basically、no、running around like Winnie the Pooh. Yes.、Um, <laughs> Wait, does Winnie the Pooh have no pants? Correct. Oh yes, right. Winnie the Pooh, Donald Duck, and Porky Pig are pantsless. Yes,、okay. Mickey has pants only. Right,、yes. no top. Okay,、um, <laughs> the world of cartoons.、Uh, so yeah, so that's what we did for day one, and you know, it it wasn't. They, they, I mean, at some point they're going to go trying, on the floor. I'm not trying to gross people out.、But、at some point、um, they're going to mess. But there were there were some fountain moments. Yes, that's and, what I'm trying to say. And you know, you the first couple times it's just going to happen where it happens, and as the book reminds me, it's sterile. It is. It is sterile. So.、Oh. There's that.、Okay. Um, so it, it wasn't as bad as we could have. And by the end of the day, they were to the point where they were realizing it, and they were if even a little cut out, they were able to stop it. We were able to run to the potty, and or I say run to the potty. We actually had the little training potties so, in the living room, so we'd be able to get them onto the so potty. So the catch here is that the diaper takes away all the consequences. And、yes. you need to be able to relate and associate the con- the feeling with the consequence. Exactly, because they never thought about this bodily function their entire lives. All、yeah. of a sudden, we're saying, "Nope, you're going to do it in this potty exhibit exhib- on your whiteboard." Yes, mother. And <laughs> you know, so all of a sudden, you're you're, you're training your kid to rethink. You know, yeah, yeah. to to pay attention to certain feelings they've never felt. It's very new. It's very different. Obviously, it's very airy when they're running around without pants. I, I,、um, I I'm thinking about two twin boys.、Um, This is a literal contest, if you know what I'm talking about. I mean, we're talking about an actual. We're not there yet because we are using the whole sitting down to potty right、okay. now. When they get a little bit older, well, have still... actually mastered potty training. It's still then a... we'll. My... No, no, my. This is what my husband has plans for. <laughs> I think it's still it, a contest. It will, it'll literally it... be. It will. Lit- can I say? Can I say the, it? To the no, who makes it to the to, without、oh. making an accident? That's the contest at this point.、Oh. Is don't pee on the floor. But soon,、um, they actually make targets for the bottom of the toilet. <laughs> So that you can aim and make a game out of it, and so I've told my husband that he gets to have fun when we get to that point. But now you can't. Now, you cannot buy those at Walmart. You can only buy them at Target. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.、Ah, I got to use the belt. There you go.、Uh, but anyway, so as we so progress, a, I should have said, well, it's a literal contest. <laughs> That's what I should have done. Okay. <laughs> so we progress.、Um, day two, still, still naked. Day three, we go. We are now wearing pants, but no underwear. When you so, say we. I mean them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, I, I, it's, I don't know what kind of family you have. I don't know how you lead by example. I don't. I just,、uh, no, I'm not quite by that type、uh, of example. Seems, seems rough.、Uh, yeah. Yeah.、Oh, But so we're so we're actually doing good. We're we're making it to the potty most of the time. We're having very few accidents.、Um, obviously, pooping is a whole other story.、Um, I、yeah. think day four, one of them actually pooped in the potty. Oh my! And he did it during nap time. So we lay them down for nap. They're they're commando, but he actually got out of bed while he was napping. You know, we had a little potty in his room, and you know, when we wake him up from nap, there's poop in the potty, and he couldn't figure it out. Like so, yes.、Yeah, so、How do you know which one did it? Because the other one's having a lot of trouble. Oh.、Um, <laughs> so so there were times. So and the way we know that is because he would like it. 
disappear for a minute and you know he'd be wearing pants but there'd just be a perfect specimen on the floor and the pants would be clean because he knew oh, I can't go in my pants so he was literally pulling down his pants and oh. pooping and then pulling them back up and then we'd find <sighs> this is like you gotta go watch Leanne Morgan's the comedian's story about when her kids were going through this and she had uh, she has a whole routine about doo-doo balls in the supermarket. Oh, that's terrible. I mean, it's hard. Have, it's hilarious. We have not taken them to a supermarket since terrible. we started training, but we did. We have because they don't have pants them. on. You can't take them they anywhere. Have pants on now. So, um, so they were home for two weeks. So we got through this, and we're actually to the point now where we have very few accidents. Yeah. But because of daycare, they have to wear pull-ups, which, as my book that I'm reading explains, are basically diapers. But we are very big on we're calling them underwear. They have to, you yeah, know. Yeah. Push them down, pull them up themselves. You know, they tell that to, that. when and you get to be a senior citizen, they still call it underwear. So just so you know, it's the same thing. I'll have that to look forward to. Yeah. Uh, but so they, <laughs> they are doing well. So we're two weeks in and we are wearing the pull-ups now as underwear before we progress to real underwear. But we, they are, I is say this, 90% of the time, making it to the bathroom and they're even starting to want to use the big potty is this versus why their baby potty. you give them fancy underwear that has their favorite character on it so that they don't want to soil... Yes, and currently our pull-ups superhero. have Spider-Man on it. Okay. Because so, Spidey's a favorite. Yeah, so you wouldn't want to get that caught in the web. And we have... But I'm, I'm just saying just that's what all of these. Uh, no, no, this is Spider-Man shoots webs, and you wouldn't imagine if that you wouldn't. You know, Spider-Man really should be responsible for cleaning up all the litter, dog litter, and uh, otherwise in New York, he could just do it with a. Don't you think? I mean, I'd rather him saving, you know, uh, you know, saving imagine, people and stopping crime. And, imagine if you're a crook, and you know that Spider-Man is going to wrap his web around you, and on the end of that web, <laughs> it would end crime. <laughs> Once and for all. All right, anyway, so well, they don't want to... Well, forward to that movie coming out, Marvel in, you know, 2040. There you go. That's going to be their idea like, for the next Spider-Man It's like the old line. song, like, you don't want to spit on Superman's cape. In this case, you don't want to on Spider-Man's <laughs> underpants. All right, so moving on. So that, is, that has been my world yeah. for the last couple of weeks. So we've been very much focused on the potty in oh, our good. house. But and we're it, making really good progress, and... My daycare provider is telling me for, you know, only two weeks in, they're doing really, really well. So I take that as they're probably not the most perfect kids yeah. ever being potty trained, but we're not, we're certainly not behind in it. They're, they're What are you going to do well. with the boys Saturday while we're making parade TV? Um, my husband is going to try to have them watch via the live stream um, because I don't know what it's like to have one child. I imagine it's not nearly as tough as two of the same age at the same time. But my husband and I don't really take our kids out by ourselves because it's like having four. And, you know, one goes this way, the other goes yeah. that way. And we actually have those little wrist cuffs for them. But they are so good at figuring things out that they already know how to get out of them. Of course they do. So if I need it just to get them from, like, building to a car really, really quick... We can make that they work, always, but for like extended period of times, give them five minutes, they'll find their no, way. No, I mean, I'm happy that you have twins, but remember, you put yourself in this situation, they will always have an accomplice. They always have an accomplice, they always have an alibi, they well, always Well, right now have... it's them pointing fingers at the other child, because okay. they, they actually know to blame the other one. Oh, like, boy. one nap day, uh, nap time, the other day. And I go in the room, because they're, they're making noise, they're not laying down, all of their clothes are piled on the floor. <laughs> and I am just looking at them, and um, Carter just looks at Brady and just points. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no, this wasn't just him. No. <laughs> so we're, we're about to have to get into 
mm-hmm. reprimanding for lying. Oh, yeah. Because they're getting to that age where I'm like, no, you clearly know the difference. And yeah. No, I think we'll give, That's give a whole the, other book that I'm going to have to read. In the well, down. you'll need to get the whiteboard and the dry erase marker, and I will put on it, aiding and abetting is the for children. Today we're going to discuss aiding and abetting. Once they can say it, we will right, have that fine. conversation. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we filled the whole show, didn't we? Oh, my goodness. Just about. Um, I'll tell you briefly um, at the end here. I was asking about waking up early because they ha- we had an incident in the house here the other day. Uh, I guess it was a week or two ago when they had the lunar eclipse. Did you see it? Uh, I recall that it happened. See, when but you, if I don't have to get up early, or then I have to, I'm not gonna. See, and I was thinking about that. And I thought I bet Becca did not uh, even worry about it because when you're your age, there's, you th- assume there's going to be another one. Yes, I mean, so, isn't there? Aren't there lunar eclipses like every year? Well, this particular one was the uh, closest, the most total partial eclipse. It was a partial eclipse that was like 99 percent um, totality, and it was the First one in five or six hundred years. Oh, so well. it was a rarity. But there, of course, there's always eclipses in different parts of the globe. In fact, when the solar eclipse happened here in Tennessee, my that wife and I cool. made huge plans, and we drove a couple hours away to get to the maximum totality. I I drove to Farragut just well, to be inside the line. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we we drove to the center of the line to That's get the cool. maximum totality. Well, it gets to the point when I guess you realize that you don't have that many eclipses left in your life that you think, well, I, you know, I thought I might, I said, it's at four in the morning, though. I said, well, you know, I'm not going to set an alarm. If I wake up, lately I've been waking up just parched from, I don't know, the dry air or just whatever. I'm always thirsty. At what time? What time do you wake up? Well, I go back to bed. <clears throat> I'll wake up a couple of times in the middle of the night. Like at one or three or whatever time. Oh my God. I drank that too fast. You okay? <clears throat> no, I drank it too fast. I went down the wrong pipe. Um, Don't die on me, Frank. No, I'll be fine. Um, so I thought, well, if I happen to wake up, I'll check. The, the eclipse goes from two in the morning until six in the morning, and the peak is at 4 a.m. Oh, okay. So you so, had a window. So I wake up uh, to get some water, and it's 3.50. I'm like, this is great. That's perfect. I will. Jerry's over sound asleep. Absolutely. Did you wake out. her? Would she have been okay with you waking her? I decided not to. I decided I will sneak downstairs and I will go outside in the cold. It was in the 30s. It wasn't, um, you know, but it was it was cold. So I go outside and I'm looking for this moon. I go out the front door. No, and I found it. It was out the back door. And I'm like, oh, this is nice. I'll stand out here and watch it. And it was really interesting because you could see, if you wait there more than 10 minutes, you can actually see the shadow. Oh, you can see it move. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and you don't see it move, but you notice that it's, after 10 or 15 minutes, it's different from where it was when you started. Okay. So I thought, well, that's pretty good. I saw most of it, and we're getting, you know, it's it's almost 4 o'clock. I mean, that's, so I've seen 97% totality. I'm done. And I I open, I come around, and I open the door, and I swing it open, and there's Jerry standing (laughs) right there. Like, ah! (laughs) I'm sure she loves that reaction from you. I said, what are you doing? She said, I want to see the eclipse. I said, but you were sound asleep. She says, yeah, I set an alarm for four. <laughs> so while I'm outside looking at the eclipse. Did she get mad at you for, you know, getting out there before her? Um, I, well, you know, I didn't think of it that way. Because she is very competitive. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Like you. You, you beat her. Yeah, so she went. <laughs> but she came out there for totality. I was going to give it up. So we stood out there, and actually it, was, it actually was very sweet because we were Aww. both cold. So we're just hugging each other for warmth. Aww. And we looked at the eclipse for a little bit. 
And then she has an app on her iPad that can identify all the things. You point it, you literally point it up, and it tells, and it, it matches to your GPS location. Oh, wow! And tells you what it is you're looking at. So it's basically turned your phone into a planetarium. Yeah. So hmm. she's pointing out while the moon is eclipsed that all of a sudden the stars seem brighter. Well, so that makes sense. you could see uh, Gemini and Taurus and these other things that I wouldn't. Have, I mean, Gemini. I mean, not um, Orion is the only one I really recognize. You know, I can, I can spot Orion. I recognize the Dippers. I just never know which one's which. Yeah, well, one's bigger. And <laughs> <laughs> you're picking up on the bell quick. I should just give it. We just let you have it over there. <laughs> so yeah, she's ex- explaining to me. Oh, those are the Pleiades. Oh yeah, it's good. And these are the and those are the that's the other thing. Whatever it is, it's Cassiopeia. Maybe I don't know. I'm just rattling off names. But yeah, I she was excited you. about it, and it was nice. And I'm glad we did it. That's a but, sweet moment. Yeah, it's just the p- part that got me is that she didn't tell me she'd set an alarm for four. I didn't tell her I was going to just try to wake up on my own. And then You're a great communicator. It <laughs> gets to be a point where, in, you know, you don't want to, sometimes you just let it go. I have been married long enough to yeah. understand that now. Yeah, and certain things you just, yeah. you just let it go. Just... And this is one of those ones, like, I'm not going to risk making her mad by waking her up if that's not what she wants. So I didn't yeah. know. So, so you risk making her mad for not waking her up. Well, she gets up normally at five something. Oh, wow. So she could have still seen a good chunk of eclipse. You know. You, you gauged your risk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Jerry. Yeah, I probably should have told her. I probably should have woken her up. She was so you, maybe you should have discussed it before you went to bed. She was so well, she went to bed hours before me. It uh, felt like oh. it seemed like. I don't know. My husband and I aren't at the point where we can go to bed at separate times. We, we have to be... Because you have to be on team twins. You've got to keep your defenses up at all times. <laughs> There's also that. Yeah. That's why. Yeah, no. No, that, um, I understand it. But yeah, Jerry um, goes to works at a school, and she leaves at 6.30 in the morning, so her alarm goes off at 5-something. And yeah. it's now the opposite. When I used to have my alarm go off at 4.30, and I leave the house at 5-something to go do morning radio, yeah. she would get used to it and would sleep through it. Well, now I'm used to her waking up and leaving so i'll wake up in the middle of the night get some water she's there i go back to sleep and then she's by the time i wake up again she has disappeared she's a figment of your imagination yeah she's at work well sometimes she'll start texting me like oh i forgot to do take the dry cleaning i forgot or something you need to do this your honeydew list yeah you need to do the thing um and then some but some mornings like today i think she started texting me at seven something so it was I- yeah. 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 I, I, I have a bunch. And... Yeah. Anyways, well, doesn't matter. All right. Well, that was a good show. Let me say thanks a lot for uh, watching. You know what I forgot to mention at the beginning of the show? What? The merch. <gasps> There's merch. I set up the merch store. I'm going to type that in big letters uh, for the next episode. The merch. Um, you can get now. I put this on Facebook. It said, if you're having uh, family or friends or anyone over, you know, for the upcoming holiday season, confound your friends with Frank and Friends show drinkware. Because I've created on the um, Teespring, or now known as Spring Store, um, pint glasses, wine coolers. I don't know what they're called. Are you telling people they need to be drunk to get through this? All right. Well, you... (laughs) The pint glasses, you can put anything in them. I, mean, I guess they're meant for beer. Uh, but we also have water bottles and um, 
I, I just signed up. Also, there were six different options for drinkware, cool. including uh, two types of coffee mugs. The same uh, white coffee mug that we used to have on the old merch, mm-hmm. and now they have the black coffee mug, which I would actually buy. I don't like white <laughs> coffee mugs because they, they stain with coffee. Like I'm, this one, our prop one is a good mug because it's dark on the inside, yeah. so you would never see the coffee stains. That makes sense. You know, either that, or you can have pride in how much coffee you drink by the stain, how dark that do stain you know, gets. You, over we time. all know people, you, and you probably do too, in the break room at work who have the nastiest, grossest, most stained coffee mug, and they don't ever wash it; they just keep adding more coffee to it. That's the thing that gets. Or do me. they rinse it? Like if, if, unless you drink coffee black, I can see. On oh, the same day, not washing it between yeah, refills, yeah, I, and maybe even like a second day. But like, wash the cup after that because your your germs you, get all on put, it. It collects dust throughout the day. If you I, put milk in your coffee, you have oh, to wash. I would hope so. Yeah, okay. and I drink the coffee black, but I do uh, at the end of the day wash it. Um, like, see that my actual coffee mug over there? Yes, it's dark blue, so it doesn't show the stains. But I do wash it every night. I would hope so. Yeah, but I'll keep refilling it as many times as I can during the yeah. day. This is a great mug, too. I like this one. Oh. Yeah, I got this one from Amanda Marr at the Winterfest. Uh, Severeville Chamber of Commerce for uh, Smoky Mountain Winterfest. And I just put it out there because, well, going I didn't on have now? any other Christmas decorations. the best I could do. <laughs> All right, so Becca James, thank you. Thank you. It was fun. I'm glad. Yeah, you did a great job. And join us again uh, Saturday for parade coverage. Yes, and Christmas parade. Where we can't talk about uh, potty training unless something unusual happens in the parade, of course. Oh, look down there, Becca. Well, people can bring their pets to parade with them. But oh. remember, your pets get cold, so make sure they're covered. If, you know, like little doggy jackets, put a little festive vest on them. See, they make those. I guess. It's a thing. I guess. I mean, they all, I only had, had one dog in my entire life. And uh, she was a Siberian husky. So maybe she so, didn't need it. No, she, what she needed was a haircut in the, wind, in the summer is what she needed, but she was... You shave them in the summer. Oh. Well, anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that is my friend. <laughs> um, what, um, Pandora would love it in the snow. That was when she was happiest. She'd just sit out there and just be happy in the snow and run around and be Siberian. Okay. Yeah, so... Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't Putting clothes on dogs seems odd, but I guess if they're house dogs. I mean, it also depends on, you know, if they're short hair dogs and you have them outside. And yeah. We, can, we yeah. can have a whole discussion about this because I okay. love dogs. But. <laughs> <laughs> well, buy a dog that's climate appropriate. If you live in a cold climate, buy a cold weather dog. How about that? <laughs> I'm just going to stop. I'm just, yeah. All right. Um, Check the link uh, on our website, frankandfriendsshow.com, for the new merch store. Yes. Because in addition to the drinkware, I'm gradually adding, and Freddie's going to help me with this in the next couple of days also, uh, we're going to gradually add more of the uh, sweatshirts and T-shirts and hats and things. It's just each one you have to make uh, on the website individually, and then you add so it. So you are now a fashion designer. Not very good at it, but... Um, <laughs> It's really just logo placement, and you got to get it in the box and get it sized the right way. That's really all it is to it. But no. yeah, and decide, you know, so we'll, I'll just put as much of that stuff in there as I can. Yeah. Uh, and you can, it supports the show and helps pay for the batteries because we go through batteries like you wouldn't believe. Have you with these thought about rechargeables? Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I have kids, so it's all rechargeable batteries no, for like I, the next 10 years. I guess so. Maybe that's what I need to do. Uh, and then you can find out more, of course, on the website, frankandfriendshow.com. I'll have the link for the Carnes Parade where you can see lovely Becca 
And uh, we'll also put your social and media. And handsome Frank. Your social media in there if you want to keep up and follow Radio DJ BJ. Yep, at Radio DJ BJ on Twitter and Instagram and <laughs> Becca James, y'all, Becca James. <laughs> and Radio DJ Becca James on Facebook. Good. All right. Well, thank you, my friend. Thank you. Oh, your hands are cold. I, it's winter. It's not, it's not the All right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk to you I'm next time. I'm not a cold-weather human. <laughs> Bye.